What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace. This is a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. Uh-oh, we got us a new intro. <laughs> hey, scene. y'all. What's y'all like that? <laughs> y'all like that? <laughs> What's going on? You know, nothing much. Uh, this uh, week will be uh, a September 11th anniversary week, so it's uh, kind of somber. Okay. You know, kind of feeling away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember where you were at? I do. Damn. I was uh, a senior in high school, mm. and I was sitting in um, a morning prep class, and we happened to be watching the news, Man. and uh, literally saw the planes crashing into the towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'll a, never forget it. Yeah, I think everyone pretty much listening probably can remember. I think that's one of those things to where I think you just you can always flash back and say, "Yo, I know where I was at, exactly where I was at." Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like sometimes like you hear a song and you know you remember that song. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. It's, it's one of those feelings you get. As far as I mean, as knowing where you're at and mm-hmm. you know what emotion you had at that time, you know. So, yeah, um, I, I think uh, I know with our fire department, we're doing uh, some ceremonies. So, you know, um, I think a lot of people remember that that day. You know that that whole time. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so. it, it literally changed the course of our history. It changed how we shop, how yeah. we go to the airport. Yeah, you know, that was crazy. I remember it, that time. You know, I flew during that time. You know, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I can remember that day leaving school because I co-opted, so I got out of school early, and gas was $5 a gallon. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, crazy. You had to crazy. get to the airport four hours early. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, nowadays you got to leave at 4 a.m. to take a 8 a.m. flight. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I think it's, um, you know, I think, I think we've kind of become more lax as a country. But, you know, one thing that I do remember at that time that – we were a country that kind of came together all like all everybody came together as one we did you remember that we, you know we did I mean? I mean it was it was definitely under the you know idea that you know we got to get the people that hurt us and you know we need to stick together because yeah. you know that's what we are and it's so crazy to see where we are now where yeah. you know we're kind of divided yet again with you know politics and you know things going on in yeah. the NFL yeah. and yeah it's crazy know. it's crazy yeah anyway um yeah, that's uh, this is the week of, so I guess that had most definitely be mentioned. So. Yeah, yeah, we definitely had to yeah call that out. Anyway, let's before we go into this, so how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to not ask how you doing. I'm d- how are you, Jones? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm You're good. good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. How's right. your uh, this po- being a podcaster? <laughs> Let me tell you. You sleep at night. You're trying to figure out what topics we can come up with. And you know, all that good stuff. you know. I literally, I literally think about all the things that we, you know, can discuss. I try not to text you at like 4 a.m. You know, because I know, you know, you're tired. Yeah, and yeah, stuff that's like all that. good. But I you love can text it. me. I get it when I wake up. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm <laughs> thankful to everybody that's welcomed me to the team and yeah, supported yeah. and followed us. And speaking of following, make sure you check us out there on SoundCloud. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram. We're using the hashtag Stakes Podcast. Um, so please look us up, follow, share, like, listen. We are so thankful, you know, to have you all. We're very appreciative. So and thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Also to the people out there, uh, our email is yes. the stakes podcast, podcast at gmail.com. See, yes. I'm, I'm coming coming. You I'm got coming. it. You got it. Hey, would you guys, if you guys uh please, if you guys have topics, if you know of anyone that would be a good guest for our show. 
um, like I said, topics, guests, or if you want to be a guest, you know, just kind of let us know because we're always, we would love to have yeah, you. we're always open to hearing an individual story and, you know, hear, letting people hear their voice, especially if you're a business, if you're um, an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're all here. We want to support black business. If you're not black, anyone, we want to support local business, you know, people doing it out there. So, yes. Yeah. Follow us there. And uh, or email us there, I should say, and or email us on the hit us up on uh, Facebook. So Facebook, SoundCloud, wherever you can leave a comment. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We want to hear from you. All right, see what you got today. So today. Oh, well, I know you're gonna talk about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean it's it's been a couple of weeks, um, but I don't know, you know, how much you read into the, the whole situation with Colin. Well, tell me how you feel. I don't think we've talked about this. So okay. I, and maybe uh, if you guys are tired of hearing it. Um, We're okay. sorry, but sorry. I, I have to talk but about it. But you can it. hear our point of view, so it's uh, <laughs> a different yeah, twist to a fresh it. So. Look. But how you feel about it? So I, I'm kind of, first of all, I happen to um, love the 49ers. I am a Colts fan, but I'm a secondary 49ers fan. So there's that, and I love Colin Kaepernick. Um, what he came out and did by literally, you know, he's taking a stand by sitting during the national anthem and a lot of people are saying well you know that you know disrespects the military and none of that has anything to do with that Mm -hmm. his he is standing up for an injustice and i think people are looking at it well you don't you're not a patriot if you do that and you don't respect america because we're in america and it's like Mm -hmm. why the southern accent i don't i don't know that That seems like the person who says it when you say america yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like america i'm american (laughs) Yeah. All right. Like, but, <laughs> but I just, I mean, I don't think people understand that, like, the flag and the national anthem and all, all of those things are symbols, but they don't make you a patriot. Like, I'm not going to put a flag sticker on my car. I'm not going to fly a flag at my house. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, have a love for where I live, but I don't think that makes me a patriot. And I think a lot of people feel like when you criticize, you know, the ideals of their those symbols that you're, you know, talking down about their symbols and that you don't love their symbols. And right. that's not the case. And that's not what Colin is doing. Colin is saying, you know what, look, there's an injustice. I'm here to tell you about this injustice. And that's why I'm sitting down. I'm not going to stand up for this because it doesn't represent the whole love for all, the whole belief that everyone has freedom, because that's clearly not the case. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean... I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we live in a country to where he's allowed to do that. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I've heard I've heard a lot of different conversations. Like I said, maybe we're beating a dead horse here. But, I mean, I think it's still conversation to be brought up. And, of course, we're going to try to look at it in a different aspect. So I, I had a conversation uh, with T.C. and Devon on the another fellas. episode. Yeah, the fellas. And we were, t- <laughs> we were discussing uh, patriotism. Right. Do you think that do you think that we aren't as are we okay are we do we see the situation of saying hey I'm proud of him speaking up for injustices and the funny thing about it is a lot of times when we start talking about injustice and we just start talking about protest and we start talking about anything when it comes to cops versus the people, we automatically make it black versus white, white cop versus black, uh, who, whoever's receiving the injustices, right? Is that fair? Because we always do that. 
I mean, it's just that's the stereotype, and that's just kind of what we've been seeing as far as the culture goes. Well, the thing is, Jones, that's the reality. That's the. It's not just necessarily the stereotype. It's the reality. It's what we see every day. Not to say that white people don't have the same experiences with cops, but we see that there's a difference in how we're treated in those situations. But what about injustices of the people as far as people as us? I mean, look what the government's doing to us as far as just – uh, second class, like middle class America versus, you know, just just an injustice of where you're seeing like the one percenters of because I mean, because like I said, is he speaking for that or is he just speaking for the injustice of police versus, you know, what is he talking about? Government? Is he just talking about, you know what I mean? So like, what's the definition of what Colin Kaepernick's doing? I mean, I think his his whole point is trying to shine a light on how people of color are treated in the in the country. I think that's where. But did he say that? He did. Well, if you look at his quote, uh-huh. I, I mean, I can pull up the direct quote if you'd like. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's basically talking about the injustice that people experience here in the country. Let me pull up the direct quote for you guys. Right, but my my thing is again, is that going to? Because I think I think I mean, once again, if you see if you see when black people. When we come and we and, and someone is is a voice for us, especially when it's hardly ever happened, you know, especially when you start seeing, um, you know, major athletes stepping up and they become a voice for us because we don't have enough. We, we see we want a voice so bad in our community on a national level. We're willing to accept Colin Kaepernick, who's probably going to be off the team. Making a stance and don't sitting say down. That. Don't you say that? Uh, he won't be. He 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 won't. He was already fighting for a job. He, he's he's probably done though. Don't say that. But I'm just saying though. Do we are we do we want a voice that bad? I mean, I don't. Are we seeking a voice that bad? I don't think we're seeking a voice that bad. Why what aren't I, we though? Well, we have. Here's the thing. Don't we need one? We have several voices that are speaking. There are no. Here's the thing. There are several voices that are speaking out, but. A lot of people try to negate them because they don't have the same experience. That's literally what it is. Like who? Okay, so white America Mm -hmm. likes to negate the experience of the black voice because they don't understand it and they can't comprehend. Well, I don't understand that. I mean, how do you feel that way? If I'm explaining my, my experience to you and because you don't agree, you say, well, I'm sorry. I mean, that... You know what I mean? Like, there are voices. Look at look at all of the activists. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at all the people but I'm just saying, that are like, out here every day speaking our truth. We're all sharing our truth. No, this podcast what, is us sharing our truth. No, 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 no. I, I, and I'm not saying there's there's no one. I'm talking about uh, someone that's, that's on a large level of being able to speak for it. Because we have, like you said, where there's a lot of voices. You have churches. You have, like you just said, our voice right now. I'm talking about someone that's going to be that's going to cause attention on a national level, like you know, like we don't who who. But we've had that. Who, who we've had that for years. We don't know. I mean, you could say Black Lives Matter, but that's not a voice for all. We don't even know. I mean, that's just saying, hey, Black Lives Matter. But no, what I'm saying is, we've had voices for years. Who and though? Can we start with the civil rights movement? We've had voices for years. They've long all ago been was there. That, but what I'm Who's been our voice? Who's okay. been our voice? Okay, let's go. Look. Who's been our voice within the last fifteen years? Because when you now you did made a point. You said who was a voice of? You said the civil rights movement. We can go there. We can name many of those civil rights, and we can just speak one: Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, 
but here's the thing. You know what I mean? I mean, you see where I'm going? You know, like we're seeking that voice. We, and it's irresponsible for a lot of these athletes I who, don't, who haven't. Who, I don't agree, Jones. Who haven't spoke out and who haven't been able to be a voice, you know? And that's why people gave they, Michael Jordan hell so much. They can, But here's the thing. They have the opportunity to do it. They're what? just not necessarily taking. They, they're not taking a stand. They're not using that's their platform. Point. That's my point. I mean, that's my my idea is that in a position that Colin Kaepernick is in, he mm-hmm. has a right to stand up against injustice. Oh, I agree. I mean, that's who who and, and honestly, whoever disagrees with that. There and honestly, and and honestly, no matter what your platform, if your platform is just your little five church members. And you see something wrong, you need to use your voice. We all have a voice. No, I'm not saying we do not have a voice. I'm talking about someone who can reach the masses on a national level, who is a big, a, a big on a on a large, who has the largest platform. I can I can which name are several. In, look at Ava. Look at Jesse Williams. Look at Ava. Ava DuVernay. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. Harry I, Belafonte, look at uh, Harry Belafonte. Come on, no. you're, you're, like you come on, you're reaching now. Okay, D'Angelo, hella- Michael Jackson. Th- nah. These are people that have used their platforms. They have, they have. Michael Jackson. Okay, I, I think he had a song, and I think he he had been he had he been outspoken. I mean, he he had he. What was the song? Uh, they don't really care about us. Yeah, that was. I I think Michael Jackson did. You know, kind of somewhat in a sense. I just don't think, you know, I think Jesse Williams, you know, he, he I think that's once again that goes into his speech was an example of how we are so hungry for these for for these national these 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 individuals who have a national platform to be able to express themselves to speak like Colin Kaepernick said to basically have a voice for the people who who can't be heard. Okay, so what about Mark Lamont Hill? Angela out. Davis, Ruby D, but you're bringing Nikki up people Giovanni. That, those are all in the civil rights movement. People, I'm talking no, about current. No, okay, okay. Tupac, he was current. Look at David Banner. Look at you know there are artists and there are people out here. They are standing up. They, See, look at Ludacris. Ju- look at look at Kanye. As much as we like to talk crap about Kanye, nah, those aren't a voice for us. Are, 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 do you do those voices? Do their voices represent you? Yes, they. Here's the thing. What did Ludacris do? Okay. Okay, he has talked about. Wore a t-shirt uh, he, on Instagram. <laughs> really, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm being dead serious. Look, look at but Venus. Look is, at Serena. I think look what, at Beyonce. The biggest pop star of our time, Beyonce, had a Super Bowl show. Huge. Millions and millions of viewers. But like I said, man, I just don't really think that's talking to the core of the people of being able Who to express. Who is it talking to? I mean, what? So, so she, so she was a voice and symbolized. She, she symbolists. She, she had symbols in her video that were somewhat to where we were. Jones. I guess, I Jones. guess that D- Jones. What, what, what did she say? I got hot sauce in my bag. I mean, I'm just saying, like, what? Well, what how was that a voice for me? Here's I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't look at that and be like, yeah. Thank you for speaking up for me. I think Colin Kaepernick has taken a stance. What Beyonce did with that video, I'm not I'm not minimizing it at all. I think she had some cop cars in there and she was showing her power and expression. But what I'm saying is what Colin Kaepernick is doing right now in that stance, we need more of that. Not wearing a T-shirt at a game and just saying, hey, hands but up. Sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes that is that is all you can do because when you do get up there and speak out like Colin Kaepernick people send hate speech to you so who's going to protect who 
What do you mean who's going to protect it? If more people are doing it, they can't send hate speech Jones. to all of They're going to say, hey, there's an issue. Jones, we are doing that. We there are. No, I'm they, talking about not us. I know I'm not saying us. I'm saying us into where are we get our 150 listeners. That's great. I, I love it. I'm not saying that that's not important. I'm not saying but just I'm us saying either. Like, but I'm saying like I'm saying like someone who has this national platform who is can reach millions, white and black. I think Colin Kaepernick started it. I don't think you started it. He didn't start it. He didn't start it. So Beyonce, LeBron she James, had a, LeBron James did, did LeBron, that when he wore his "I Can't Breathe" shirt. But that's the, it. He gives money to foundations to help kids who have voices to send kids to college. That is using your voice. Now I'm thinking. What I'm saying is, I'm not. Be, I'm not taking anything from that. But what I'm saying is, like a person who's speaking out, Colin Kaepernick was expressing. Now LeBron James, I, I, I commend LeBron James a lot. That's why he's one of my favorite players because he does take a stance now with him d wade and carmelo and uh, cp3 did at the espies that's what i'm talking about more of that when they went out and spoke and said hey listen like this has to stop that's leslie, when we're leslie, seeing, jo- leslie jones has done something like that okay i mean i, I don't i don't think i just don't think we have a voice of our people for our people like we like we have in the past i think we saying? i think we have more i think we have more now than we ever have i don't know I, I do. Know. I really, I mean, I do. I don't think it has to be, it doesn't always have to be a grand gesture. You know what I mean? But sometimes it, it has to be. It has to I be mean, on a level of what we're receiving. Wearing a t-shirt on Instagram and at a basketball game, I think it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Colin Kaepernick is ruffling feathers right now. We need someone to be able to do that on a national level. And then it just trickles down to everyone else saying, yeah, what he's saying is true. This is what's happening. But But here's the thing. People are doing it, and it may not necessarily be seen in everyday life. It may not be these grand gestures, but mm-hmm. but the small protests, those matter. You, you know, protesting, you know, someone who had treated your friend negatively. You, it's it's all in it's all in action. It's all in action. Yeah, you know, a, a t-shirt sends a message. A phone call sends a message. Yeah, man, I think a lot of guys do it just to get some likes and just to get say, hey, I did something. Like Michael Jordan just recently gave up two million I'm like bro you've been in the game you've been a you've been able to be you know when you start seeing the muhammad ali's going to jail for this you start seeing the jim browns you start seeing them um the kareem abdul jabbar those athletes were taking a stance for us not just wearing a t-shirt not just you know hey i'm gonna just you know put my hands up at halftime and then all right back to regular business but you know what i'm saying that, doing things like that like the gentleman in the Olympics that held his fist up all those years ago, that affected his entire life. That changed the course of his life forever. I agree. But look what it was at. the the When the Rams did, when they were in St. Louis, and you probably don't even remember this. Remember they were in St. Louis, the uh, St. Louis Rams, they're in, uh, they're in L.A. now. Right. All these teams at halftime or at this time, they came out the tunnel with their hands up and the whole little, you know, the when they everybody was doing the protest, hands up protest. Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you get it. I'm thinking. Y'all, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but guess what you do remember? You remember Tommy Smith. Because these guys did it at a, at a time to where it's like, I don't care. I don't care if they take my medals. I don't care if this is going. You so remember you that. So, but you don't think the athletes now feel that way? Nah, not at all. Not at really? All. No, 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 no. Colin Kaepernick said, hey, I don't care. I may lose my, I may not start. I may even lose my job, but I'm taking a stance. I think I think there are people that do that every day, though, too, Jones. I do. Mm. We just don't necessarily hear about it. I do. I really do. Uh, well, I'm talking about, well, okay, maybe. 
I agree with you, maybe. But I'm talking about the individuals out here who are the biggest entertainers in the game, the biggest people that have basically can reach the masses. They're not doing it. Mm. Okay, y'all. Drop it in the comments if you agree with John. <laughs> yeah, we stay on this a little too long anyway. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. Keep going. <laughs> so, um, one of the things we wanted to talk about today um, is back to school season. Uh, a lot of people yeah. are um, going back to school, college students heading to school for the first time. Yeah. And the question was posed, why is it that black parents and black families are so quick to have our children fly the coop? Like, it's like they turn 18, it's like, boom, you're out the house. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, um, you know, I've been thinking about this, uh, you know, shout out to, you know, my niece, uh, my two sisters that's in college. Um you know, you know, I'm super proud of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but anyway, I think that we are a culture of you 18, what you going to do now? <laughs> you getting out of my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we've, I think we've heard that plenty of times. And I think that, uh, I, I think more so, um, like, yeah, back in the day, but like nowadays, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, Parents are kind of letting their kids have a little more leeway and a little freedom with, you know, like I can remember the big thing when I was in high school was taking a year off of college. Like that was a big deal, like taking a year off and then, you know, doing whatever you do and then going to college that next year. So you think parents are letting kids stay longer? In my experience, in my experience, I've seen that parents and I mean, especially in my family, a lot of the parents have kind of been like, OK, you know, go to school if that's what you want to do, but don't necessarily waste my money. Don't necessarily waste, you know, money on student loans if you're not going to put your all into it. Mm. I've always, I mean, I've always, not me, man, I've always heard the, hey, listen, you 18, you need to get you a job or go to school, but you're getting up out of here. You know, oh. that's always kind of been the experience that I've seen with other people. I mean, they may give you a little bit of time, but they knock on that door like, what you doing? It's time to go. Now, in the defense of our culture, I think that it has been, you know, if you look at the history, if you look at history and you just kind of look at just like look at grandparents or whatever, if you look at it, it was always a thing of like, all right, look, you know, financially, we don't have it like that. Mm -hmm. We want to look, you need to help out around here, get you a job, go to college or you ain't going to be dead weight around here. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, and I, mean, I think that's kind of been the history. That's kind of just been like, you know, because we've always been like, you know, we always been such a community. We used to be not as much anymore, but it was like a community. Hey, man, you got to you got to you got to pull your weight around. Yeah. Here. I mean, you know and, and, and I think I think that's true, because growing up, I mean, I I got a job the first time I could. I was 14. I had a job. I mean, and not because I had to, but because I wanted to. You know, I mean, I got an allowance, you know, but I wanted my right, own right, money. Right. And I wanted to be able to go to the mall. I want to be able to go to the movies. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. have to ask mom and dad for money. Right, right, right. So it was kind of, you know, that independent part. But, you know, I lived at home after the age of 18. I didn't have to pay rent. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, I had a car. I had to pay for my car. I had to pay my car insurance. I had right. to pay my cell phone bill. Right, right, you know, right. I, had, I had to pay for those things. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, um, you know, I don't know. I think I've just seen, you know, uh, I've had friends, uh, white friends who parents was just like, you know, they graduate college, you know, either if, if the parents couldn't pay for it, 
hey, you come on home and you pay your college loan, get your job, pay your college loan, and then, you know, we're going to send you out into the world that way. We're yeah. going to teach you. And I don't think that happens in our culture. I mean, One, because we probably like, I ain't trying to go back home. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it, I, I will say, a lot of it, too, for us is pride. The yeah. whole going back home. And I say going yeah. back home in quotations because it's yeah. always looked at as a negative thing. But I've had friends that move back home after undergrad. I've right. had friends that move back home after, you know, going to grad school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, it's one of those things where it's either you have the support or you don't, you know, and, you mm. know, you have the pride and, you know, well, I'm supposed to have this. We all have this big dream of what we think our lives are supposed to look like. Do you think that's, do you think that's, and that's kind of where I was going to go with. Do you think that's like culturally we think like that? Like, you mean you live with your mama? Yeah, I mean, like you know what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, like, is yeah, that, it's a big deal. Like, if yeah, you, I live, if you with, live my with your mom after but a I'm about to be age. debt free. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know like, what I mean? So we'd rather go in debt to so we can say I don't live with my I mom. don't live with my mom. Whereas you know, if I move at home, you know, and I'm 25, but you know, I'm paying my student loans. I may not have a great job, but I got an entry level job. You and know, I'm paying these loans. I'm paying my loans. You know, to me that that is better than you going broke trying to live in a one-bedroom apartment that you can barely keep the lights on in. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, I would, and that happens. You know, now you're going in debt further. Now you're right. going in debt, you know, yeah. even further. And now you've got all this other stuff that you have to deal with. But right. if you were really just kind of, you know, set your pride aside. Yeah. And, and then really when you do things like that, that's when you really become an adult. Yeah. <laughs> when you can, yeah. you know, set your pride aside and say, you know what, yeah, I know this is going to suck after living, you know, living at home with my mom. Mm -hmm. My sister-in-law did it. She lived at home while she was working on her master's. And, you know, it made a big, you know, it made a big difference because now she is debt-free. You know right, what I mean? So right, it's, right. you know, it's one of those things that you don't necessarily want to do it, but it'll help you in the long run. Yeah, do you think parents, stay, you know, you know, when you start hearing people, 18, you get up out of here, I don't care, you know, or, you know, that's like, Look at their kid. You know, I think a lot of parents probably will be more accepting to their kid coming home, especially after they graduated college. Like, yo, you've done you've done great. You know, mm -hmm. I love that you go on to college and, you know, and you come home and, you know. But do you think parents who's just like, you know, I did my job. You 18, you got to go, you know. I, I mean, I know a lot of parents like that. And Is that kind of – are you – I know you, you – you know, and then they scream, that's always going to be my baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> I just, I mean, I personally, I don't necessarily like that whole idea that, you know, once you're 18, you have to leave. Yeah, man. I, I don't like that. I mean, I, I wasn't raised that way, so it's not something that I'm going to, you know, yeah, say to my daughter. Yeah, and I think I, a lot of our people are like that. A lot like, of them are because it's kind of one of those things. It's like after they turn 18, I got my freedom. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You know and my, yeah, and it's like, you know, I think like if parents start encouraging their kids, and this is what I'm saying, okay. Your kid or the the person has to be motivated. Right. I'm not saying some bum eating all the food, laying on the couch. I'm talking about somebody out here grinding, trying to find a job. You know, uh, they're trying to get in school or they are in school or. Or they you, have a craft or they have a trade. Something that mm -hmm. they're trying to build, work, work themselves into. Mm -hmm. You know, why would you not? You know, you can stay here. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you can afford it and you can, you know, you right. have the means to be able to do I it. I mean, you know? and I think if more parents were more open to that, they would see that, you know, they want to help out around the house. So maybe I can't pay, you know, a full, you know, half of rent, but I can, you know, put $100 on it. I can put 150 on it. You yeah, know, I, yeah. I, I think if Something. more parents are like that, kids would be more, you know, open. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, speaking of college, I'm, I, I ran it on college before. I think college is... I went to college, graduated college, but I hate college. But anyway. <laughs> um, Y'all pray for John. 
No, serious. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 we can go into it if you want, but if you listen to my... But no, the reason I don't like college is because they expect someone at 19 to tell me what you want to do for the rest of your life. Okay, so here's a, here's a good leeway. So my first round of undergrad, I was 18. I was actually... I had just... I just turned 18. Yeah, and you become a 19, a sophomore. That's when you declare your major. And and it was kind of, well, I mean, I always knew that I wanted to go to marketing. So I, marketing. So I, you know, I knew that going in, that was kind of what I did in high school. It's kind of what I And that's dope. Yeah, that's cool. So I kind of knew that. You're probably like a one percenter (laughs) (laughs) of people who go to college. I mean, so that's kind of what I, you know, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I was going to be a business owner. But um, I couldn't actually handle the freedom of being an adult on my own so like my like i like barely (laughs) like my first semester good second semester okay Mm -hmm. third semester what in the hell like it was not it was not a good experience so you had more of the issue of being an adult at 19 being an adult and like having to like get my life and having to like get my life i mean and i had the support of my you know parents and stuff like that but still like having all this well if you go away from college i mean yeah you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah yeah. you're out there you're out there so it's kind of like my first go around not so much so now as you know an adult student it means way more now than it ever did mm-hmm. because number one, like I'm paying for this, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, like right. I have to make it the most. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I said. I think I said, you know, I think there should be some little, some mid level part, something, something where you do before you go to college, you know, and that'll kind of help with maturity that help with making a decision of what you want to be. You know, I think it's like it, it should be a boot camp before you go to college. <laughs> yeah, well, college is a boot camp in itself. Nah, it's not. <laughs> college isn't the boot camp. I think I think there should be a boot camp and then you go to college and then you live your life. And then you live your life. You know, maybe like a I don't know. But anyway, I, yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, but anyway, no, what I was going to go with, you know, I think, um, um, you know, and I, and I need to start having these conversations with my sisters. I should have been having them a long time ago, but uh we need to start I think we need to really start outside of just even just kicking a kid out you 18 you need to get out of my house you know whatever I don't even know why I do that voice you just hear, that's almost like you say America I did that. 18, you, that's the black person get out of my house <laughs> but anyway um yeah and and, and and I think we need to start educating these kids you know pastors churches we really need to start having like workshops and, and I'm sure some do. Oh, I, they do. I was going to say there's as far as I was going to say as far as credit. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Credit we need and to. debt. We really need to because this is the thing. We preach saving, but save, save, save. I get it. But at the same time, you got to speak to you got to speak credit and debt. The importance it literally of it. needs to be a class when you're in high school. I mean, that's you, what I'm saying. I mean, you, they don't even give it, you don't even give it in college. Exactly. I mean, you take accounting in high school for the most, but you don't really learn what impacts your credit, how to apply for credit. But there's a credit card on every corner in college. Oh, oh my gosh. credit card. Oh, my God. I had five credit cards. I had one. Thank God. I don't know why I only got one. I had five. Okay. And I'm just like, what? You're giving me money? Yeah. Okay. I'll but I mean, it. just even just the science of it. If you get yeah. a credit inquiry, that, that's a hit on your credit. credit those, mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things, man. I think that, you know, hey, you pastors out there, you know, yes, you need to stand up. You need to speak for our communities. You need to speak for, you know, the injustices in our community. But at the same time, you need to talk about how we can clean credit up, you know, 
you need to have the, the Dave Ramsey program at your church or whatever it is because not necessarily Dave Ramsey. Well, I'm just but, I'm just giving you um, an example. If there's another program out there, but yeah, I mean, there, there you, are. you don't like his program. I mm. liked it. I liked it. I thought it was. I, I did it. I have issues. We'll talk about that. That's another episode. Yeah, but you know, we need, we need to have a credit episode. We need um, somebody in here. Well, doing, yeah, one of the things that I always say is that the first time you experience, you know, issues with credit shouldn't be when you're getting denied for something. You know, that's my point. Yes, you know, exactly. and it's and it's one of those things. I I'm thankful that you know my parents taught me about banking, how to write a check. So you know, dope, yeah. you know what it means to actually you know have credit and how to use credit and yeah. why you know why credit is important. I learned that you know fairly young, and I still jacked mine up as a college student. I mean, you, you know, because I had to buy those books. But you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's one of those things that you know that we don't necessarily teach all the time. So so now, you know, you have, you know, 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds trying to, you know, repair their credit, and it takes a lot of work because they didn't get the tools they needed. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think, I think you know, we as a people, I mean, I, we could start there. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we – because at the end of the day, this is, this is one thing that we, you know, we have a conversation with. We always say, you know, the way we hit, we come back as a people – is, you know, hit them in the pockets, hit them in the pockets. Don't spend your dollar. Don't spend your dollar. I agree. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, along with hit them in the pocket, hit them in the pocket, don't spend your dollar, clean your dollar up. Let us all have good credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We won't be, a, we won't be, uh, you know, the in line at the at the uh, buy here, pay here spots. Right. You know, they won't only be in the black neighborhoods because it's like, man, these people got good credit. They can go get a car anywhere. Right. They don't have to come to buy here, pay here. Right. Where, where are the buy here, pay here spots at? In the hood. <laughs> exactly. Where they hitting you, the loan sharks hitting you. Oh, yeah. 58% you. So, I mean, yeah, interest exactly. and stuff So, like you that. know, yeah, don't spend your dollar, but let's also, let's clean our dollars up. Let's let's yeah. get good credit, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I don't, I don't even know how I got on that rant, but clean your credit up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, actually, um, there's a, um, a good program um, followed by the uh, Budgetista. I will drop her link in the SoundCloud. Girlfriend is amazing. Girlfriend, we need some money for promoting you. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. All right, see, what else you got? We, we, we rolling. Yeah, we, got we a good are time rolling today. Um, so one of the things we I wanted to shout out, um, kind of a media moment, mm-hmm. uh, movie Southside with you. She wanted to talk about this and hadn't even seen it yet. Because I want to promote black people. What if it's no good? Is Jones, there, why are you so negative today? I'm just playing. I'm just Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> No, go ahead, though. Do you think it's too early for... Um, okay, tell her what the movie is about. Okay. okay, so the movie Southside with You, starring Parker Sawyer and Tika Sumter. Parker happens to be an Indianapolis native, so uh, uh, yeah, woo-woo for Naptown. Um, it, is, it details the first date of President Obama and First Lady Michelle. Okay. You think it's too early? Nah. A lot of people feel it's too early to have a, you know. A lot of people feel it's too early because he's still in office. I don't. I kind of feel yeah, like. Yeah, I don't either. That's. I don't understand. I feel what like it takes him early? out on a good note. Yeah. What do you I mean take, too It takes early? him out on a hot, on a high note. A lot of people felt like it was going to display things that people were going to use for him. I mean, they didn't tried everything under the sun for him. He, to slander this way, man. he wasn't born here or not, you know. You know, all, all the things to slander him. But I, I just kind of think, you know, it takes him out on a high note and it shows a different side of the president. It, mm-hmm. it makes him more human. To me, he's one of our most human presidents that we've had. Yeah, I don't think but, anything else has to be done for him. Yeah, to be I don't, human. you know, I mean, I, I think it just kind of shows, you know, that, you know, 
he is a man in love and yeah. she is a woman in love yeah. and you know presidents date and pre- you know presidents go to the movies you know they do yeah. things so i think it's a um, good i think it's dope yeah it's dope it's, it's a short film so uh check it out it's a short film it's a short film oh is it i didn't know that yep short film i thought it was a full movie nope short film oh okay okay shout out to the what's his name from parker sawyer's Parker Sawyer's from Indianapolis. How He's from Neptown. See, so that's why I had to talk about it, folks. By nah, Jones trying to give me some shade and you know hey, whatever. You know, you got Parker, you saved her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, but his um his sister is a good friend of mine. Her okay. name is Liz. So um, hey, what up, Liz? Oh, I know Liz. Yeah, you know yeah, Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So up? um definitely want to you know show some love and get that brother's amazing to be able to play the president. That's huge. Yeah, that's a big. I mean, that's that's a. Uh, that's, huge. that's 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 big. Yeah, that's uh you, you have to be confident in yourself because you're gonna get you're gonna be you know, they're gonna look at you're you. You're gonna put you under the light. Yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna like, put you under the right. light. Yeah, so <laughs> So yeah. So um definitely if you guys get a moment, uh, check that out. Check that out. Yeah, um, hopefully um within the next uh couple episodes, hopefully next episode we're gonna have a guest. Um I have a couple people that and I know C had a couple people that were interested in being guests, so um yeah, we can. I got some. I got some good stuff that I want to talk about soon with guests. You know, I think we're gonna try to get a um, psychologist or something up here, and they're yeah, gonna, gonna. I'm gonna have a a live. We're gonna psychi- have a live therapy session. therapy session with me. And I'm so excited about this, y'all. <laughs> I just want y'all to know I'm so excited. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. <laughs> He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. I think that'd be cool. I I'll, like I'll the, screen I, the questions and make sure everything's all right. Yeah, I went about you first. Yeah, I've never had. I've never. I've never sat in therapy. I think black people are scared of therapy and don't believe in therapy, just like a lot of older black people don't believe in a doctor. Oh, but yeah. I, I most definitely. I love going to the doctor. I love saying, <laughs> "Hey, is something wrong?" You know what I mean? And, like and you know we, what? We the same physicals. way you love going to the doctor, I love going to therapy. Therapy. Um, we're gonna talk about it in another episode, but therapy is such a powerful tool yeah to yeah. have someone you know that you can just i mean not third to say that party. You, a third party yeah you know, or so, yeah you yeah. know someone that you know can just say you know hey this is how i'm feeling you mm-hmm. know i just need to get this out it's, it's important and we you know especially in the black community we need to be more open to saying you know what maybe you do need to go talk to someone because I, it's not always going to happen by praying i think men yeah I mean, that's a good point but i think men I think we most definitely are like, man, I don't need nobody telling me about myself. Oh, that is exactly you know what I'm right. Saying? <laughs> that I think exactly. that comes, I think that happens a lot. It so. does. And, and when you're going to change that, you're going to change that narrative. Wait, what do you mean? You're going to change that narrative after we have our episode. Maybe. You are. Maybe. She ain't going to, she's not going to do it for free. You don't know that. Look, <laughs> Jones is already in this person's pocket. Talking. About, you don't know. Maybe she, out of the good of her heart, wants to say, you know what? Let me show you just what I can do. Or just let me, you know, be a voice for you. Why let me. is C trying to dig in my brain? Yeah. What, what's going on? You right know. Now? I'll do it, though. I, I Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I think it'll be beneficial. I mean, just, just to have someone on so she can, you know, talk about. And then maybe just show the style of show therapy. The style. Okay, I'm down with Because, I mean, there's there's so many different levels. There's, you know how they say there's levels to this? There's levels to therapy. Okay. okay. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think no, I'm, I'm not against therapy. I think therapy is, I think it's good. Like I said, I think it's just like almost just the doctor. You know, I have, you know, I have my physicals coming up soon. Uh, pray for me. I've been eating good, though. I ain't had no cookies. Auto C bought me. Lies. A, there's a tell cookie you here the, on the table, people. There's a, now listen, before he even starts this crap. He asked me for a cookie last week. He he didn't say it needed to be homemade by me. Let me tell you what he C did. He just said he wanted a cookie. 
She got a blog about food. You can go to her Instagram about food. You can go to her Facebook about food. And she's even told you guys about she loves food, loves to make food. I cook. cook. And this I has her own season. I didn't say anything about baking. She has her own seasons, right? She come up here with this whack-ass cookie from KFC. Look, bro, I was trying to get you one here before the show, okay? You didn't say n- You better be glad it wasn't a Pillsbury. I'd rather take that. Th- nah, I'm just playing. Thank I you, that's C. a good cookie. Thank you. They are good. I, I know cookies. I've had <laughs> KFC cookies before. See? So why are you trying cookies. to play me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, um, tell us where they can find us, see. So you guys can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. The hashtag we're using is the Stakes Podcast. So definitely check us out. If you want to shoot us an email, the email is thestakespodcast at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We definitely like to hear from our listeners. So please don't be afraid to leave us a comment or shoot us a message. Yeah, remember, if you guys want to be a guest or you have individuals that you think might be a guest, um, you know, shout out, put their, you know, shout them out, put them in our email or Facebook, whatever it is. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we got more to come. This is just the beginning. All right. Thanks for listening. Stakes is high pocket. Have a good night.